Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. By using proven investment strategies, Wealth Within aims to help you consistently outperform the share market. Whether you're an aspiring trader, interested in self-managed super funds, or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within can give you a distinct advantage in the share market. Welcome back to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Last week, we talked about the cost of investing. I mean, we looked at the inflation and how that affects your investments. We also looked at the cost of the fees from whatever the investment vehicle that you're using, whether it's a managed fund or whether it's shares or whether it's a, a cash deposit products or whatever the investment vehicle you're looking at and saying, well, okay, whatever my investment is needs to recoup any fees that I've got and the cost of inflation. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between active versus passive investing, because what I find is a lot of people go into what we call passive investing, because what they don't think they can do is be an active investor, because they think they're going to lose money or, or, or their, their investment won't be as good. But uh, because what happens is, is what we find in the, in the industry is that there's a myth out there that says that put your money in the market and then forget about it and let it grow and grow and grow. But we actually, you can actually make more money if you buy and sell and actually become a little bit more active. And that's the, what I'm going to do is actually use an example of when we're talking about shares versus a managed fund. They talk about time in the market is better than timing the market because what they're looking at is saying, well, you know, if, if the share market has a big rise or a big fall um, and you're not in the market during those times, your portfolio will be affected. I mean, they, sort, they say something like, um, you know, if you if you weren't in the biggest 30 days that the market rose over the last year, then your return would be substantially degenerated. Whereas the opposite is, is the case as well. If you're not in the biggest falls, your return will be far better because what I've found with investing is it's what you don't lose that determines how much you make. Now, obviously, over the last year or two, we've had some reasonable big, big dips into our marketplace. We've had one just recently into August where the market fell into August um, and we, we fell around about 15%. And what I find is some people don't sell their shares and they just buy and hold. And most times, buy and hold doesn't work as good as what it does is to be more active in your investment that's buying and selling and a lot of people talk about um, capital gains tax i don't want to sell because of capital gains tax but really isn't that the point when you buy an investment you want to sell it later on for a profit if you sell it for a profit that means you're going to be paying capital gains tax but quite often it's far better to pay a capital gains tax and go back into a share for example, if you bought into Telstra shares, into Telstra 1, um, and it hit $9.22 at its all-time high price, they spent six years going down to around about $4, just over $4. Now you lost over 50% of your investment in that stock, or you, your investment devalued by more than 50% over six years. Now in that six-year time, surely you could have paid your capital gains tax at around that $9 mark. Um, paid your capital gains tax on the profit you'd made and put your money into another share that was rising in value, uh, another bank or, you know, into a national bank or uh, in any other one of those big shares. In that six-year period, while your shares in Telstra was falling, you could have been another share rising in value, more than made up the capital gains tax you paid and be miles in front by the time that the Telstra hit its rock bottom only in late last year. So, and that's the point I'm going to be making because there's a lot of stocks that have done that. We've seen 
BHP halve in price. We've seen Lend-Lease go up 90% in price. We've seen Aristocrat Leisure do the same sorts of things. We've seen Brambles. We've seen um, prior, prior history um, Maine Nicholas, which is now Maine. We've seen um, Pacific Dunlop do it. Um, we've seen a whole range of big, big, big shares that have fallen 50, 60, 70, even 90% over periods of years and if you get out of those shares pay your capital gains tax and go into something else you'll make far more money so i would suggest to people to become more active investors i'm not necessarily talking about being a trader although some people want to do that i'm just saying to them if you've got a share that's going up stay with it if it's going down get out of it and set some stop losses in there and get out of it get into something that's going up sure you won't be right every single time and you won't get that the decision to sell it still it may turn around and go back up again but if it keeps going down you've made the right decision if it turns and goes back up again you can always buy back in and it's cost you a little bit of brokerage but generally for stocks fallen i normally sort of say about 15 percent maximum for this is for non-traders if it falls by at least 15 percent, it may go 30 40 or 50 percent so uh, it's best to get out of it anyway so to me cut your losses short let your profits run that's a golden rule of trading and investing so that's uh, that's my wrap for this week and i look forward to chatting with you next week i'm dale gillam chief analyst at wealth within talking wealth was brought to you by wealth within For more information, visit our website at www.wealthwithin.com.au.